0: Reads, the Art of War Chapter 4 Forms to Perceive Master Swin says, Of old, those who excelled in battle thought first to make themselves invincible, and so they waited for the moment when their enemies could be defeated. It is you who determine your own invincibility, but whether the enemy can be conquered or not rests with him. Therefore, whoever excels in battle can make himself invincible, but he cannot always make the enemy vulnerable. Hence, I say, the conditions for victory can be known, but they cannot be forced. Go on the defensive when your enemy cannot be overcome, Go on the offensive against a vulnerable enemy. Defend when your troop strength is lacking. Attack when you have surplus strength. To excel at defense means hiding oneself away in the deepest recesses of the earth. To excel at offense means striking from the highest reaches of the heavens. Therefore the commander who is good at both offence and defence can preserve himself and achieve total victory. A victory that does not surpass the understanding of the vulgar crowd is not the best sort of victory, nor is the finest way to win a battle one that the whole realm applauds. Just as lifting the tip of an autumn hair doesn't mean you're strong, Seeing the sun and moon doesn't mean you've got keen eyes. Hearing a thunderclap doesn't mean your ears work well. In antiquity, those who were deemed good generals achieved victory over the easily defeated. Therefore, he who excels in battle doesn't have a name for cleverness, nor does he garner accolades for his courage. He never errs in winning battles because he places his men where they are bound to win, and he conquers those who are already lost. So those who excel at battle take a stand where they cannot be defeated, and never squander the chance to defeat the enemy. Thus, the troops who win care most about victory, and less about doing battle. And the troops liable to defeat care most about going into battle, and less about seeking victory. The commander, good at deploying troops, cultivates these ways and holds to these rules. Therefore, he can make policies that lead to victory or defeat. The art of war consists of 1. Measurements 2. Estimates 3. Calculations 4. Weighing 5. Victory The terrain leads to measurements, the measurements lead to estimates, the estimates lead to calculations, the calculations lead to weighing the options, the weighing leads to victory. Thus victorious troops come down as heavily as a ton against an ounce, and the reverse is true for the defeated army. The victors, in sending their men into battle, may as well be opening the floodgates into the steepest ravine so the form becomes clear.